We're recording now. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone who's in the void. Hi, everyone. <laughs> um, <laughs> hello. Uh, no. Um, hello. Did you guys hear about Markiplier's OnlyFans? Yeah. yeah. But he posted everything he already posted before on his calendar. So it was just a reuse. Damn. Damn. But he, he made a lot of money off it. Lazy content making. Um, I guess we should do some introductions because we have new people and people we never introduced last time, apparently. Um, so I still have the other session just on my laptop. Yeah, it's uh, like my biggest file on my computer right now. We need to put we need to make like a Google account just for like a podcast and then just fill up that immediately. Yeah. Isn't the max like you get like fifteen free gigabytes or something? Yeah, well, I'm gonna fill that with like one episode. We should just make like every account should be a new session. <laughs> um, I guess this is RA D and D, but we have non RAs at the table. I'm the host, Liam. Okay. You sound like you're not confident in that. I'm not. I'm. I'm really not. Like, do I give my real name? Like, is this something that's allowed? I'm also on call right now. So, because we're all raised. Because we're all <laughs> <laughs> registered architects. Not yet. Registered architects. We're getting there. Yeah. Uh, who wants to go first with introductions? Because this is technically episode one. Hi everyone, I'm Karn. <laughs> um. Nice. Yeah. Okay, you're an RA as well. I'm one of the other RAs, same building as Liam. And you'll be playing... Bruce Jackhammer. That's what your name was. I've been trying to remember that, like, for a week now. I think it, you have, the, like, the Google Sheets shared with me, so you can see all my shit. I can see all your stuff. Okay. Um, anyone else want to go with introductions? I'm Emily. Um... I'm not an RA. Um. Well, okay, so it might help you to take off the headphones so you're not, like, trying to do podcasting voice and you just talk more normally. I'm... <laughs> Someone else go first. Okay. We've got two other people and one empty chair. All right, I'm to chair. It's your turn. I'm Liliana Zagorska, and I will be voicing everyone Liam's not voicing and the party's not voicing. <laughs> Okay. Like villager number five, uh, that's mine. Squee. And and no, Liam no, squee. squee. I Eddie female squee. Yeah. Squee. Squee, squee girlfriend. Squee girlfriend. And also deeper voice squee. That's that's the other one. <laughs> Isn't that just like a regular person? Yes. Squee. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, uh, our party met squee last time, so it will be a reoccurring character and theme. Hopefully. Fucking squee. We still have two people. Wait, there's two. Oh. Empty chair and and you. And me. Where is Reese at? I have no idea. Empty chair. I'm calling Reese right now. Okay. Well, I guess I can finish. Yeah, I'm Emily. I'm playing um, Milo. He pronounces it Brookwood, but it's spelled Brokewood. Uh, I'm a grad student at, I forget what. I don't know the name of his school. Transferred too many times. Well, okay, you're you're not an actual grad student right now. 
but like your character is. Yeah. 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 Okay. <clears throat> yeah. No. My Milo's a grad student who um, he just he needed an internship to pay for stuff, and now he's in this mess. Yeah, and he's about to he's about to go through some more mess. And then we have the last person. Yes. Um, I'm Kari, and I play Sparky in both universes. In both universes. <laughs> We're about to have a universe crossover. Cause Multiverse? Yes, for this, for uh, this uh, campaign. Uh, of madness? Of not madness. Oh. Um, for this campaign, I've had several playtests of it where people come through and I just like run the world and like see what's up. And these two are our original playtesters. And their playtest has gotten to the point where they now need to escape from their universe. <laughs> so they'll be coming to the main campaign. <laughs> Welcome to the Amazon universe where we deliver packages for Amazon. Didn't receive your package? Amazon. Prove it. Didn't receive your package? Fuck you. <laughs> Send a picture of your missing package and we will remedy the issue. <clears throat> but not. Nah. Send a picture. Guess you found it then. We're glad you appreciate your invisible cloak you ordered. It's just the emperor's new clothes. But... Mm-hmm. Oh. Who left their chest cheating devices on? Those vibrating anal beads aren't allowed at D&D. Oh, You're cheating at D&D, guys. Where are you getting your information from? Night to F6. <laughs> okay, here's Olympic by Connor North. Oop. I think it's just gonna play into the fucking the audio interface, isn't it? Yeah, I, I have it hooked up. Oh, is it because this? Actually, I got. New song dropping next week. Oh. Reese? Reese? Yay! It's alive. We have a spot for you, and we are already recording. Oh my gosh. Damn, I showed up late. Just a bit. <laughs> Listen. It's crazy now, Dude, it was. <laughs> I hate to interrupt. Uh, we just finished introduction, so if okay. you want to talk about who you are and who you're playing and oh. whatever else you want to say. Okay, and and um, also our sponsor for the day. Yeah. Who is our sponsor? You. No, Me? No, Forbes? No, you know who our sponsor is. You have to tell us who our sponsor is. Oh, right. Our sponsor. Right. Um, our sponsor today is the Seattle Kraken, a uh, professional hockey team based out of Seattle, our NHL team. They sponsor us. Um, we are the official D&D team of the Seattle Kraken. Um, they just yeah. love Duncan. They Jones. just love us particularly. And um, my name is Reese Forbes. I will be playing Chet Brinkman today. Just a reminder. Kraken, if you want to send Forbes a contract. Absolutely. Please reach out to me. Also, audience in the void, if you want to go and check out Kraken, it's a, it's a really cool team. <laughs> I feel like that might lead to different things, but... <laughs> 
Look up NHL Kraken and you'll probably get a better better bet. They sponsor us. (laughs) Officially. Just just goggle. Okay, so we are going to kick off this campaign session with something slightly different. And we're going to start in the ruins of Yonland in a different universe where we see the grad student Milo and Sparky on the run from the two highest powers of the Emperor Empire of Mistinet. Um, you guys see the remains and burned wreckage of Yonland, and the, and you guys are partially imbued with the source of all information, and you are also carrying a, a very important vestige. Milo, having that like source of information flow through you, you feel like you could transfer your your soul, your existence into information and potentially survive going through a black hole. What would you like to do? Oh, fuck. Okay. I can do this, Sparky. I think... I don't think we can run forever. I think we need to go somewhere else. Ambassador Milo, I'm not sure what you're asking me to do. I think I know a way to get us both to another dimension, but I don't think I can take your body. My body will be a sacrifice. (laughs) With that, two magical teleports happen on the horizon, uh, and you begin the countdown sequence. We're going to jump back onto the main campaign, where passing through the mountain pass, you have... uh, Bruce Jackhammer. Howdy. And. Chet Brinkman. Chet Brinkman. Attorney to the Brink. at war. Yeah. Um, you guys have just passed through the mountain pass and have interacted with Squee! Uh, don't remind me. Oh, hell yeah. You guys got some magical items from him. Uh, I don't know if you have those written down or not, but you guys entered a cave with. Upside down writing and this black orb that seemed to try to pull everything in. And as Chet Brinkman walked towards the orb, a tendril suddenly reached out and grabbed Chet Brinkman, and you were dragged towards the orb. You right. went into uh, you went into a rage. Yes, I, mean, I think that was the last thing. That's we did. the last thing we did. So we're gonna have everyone start off by rolling a d20. We need to set a dice for Connor over here. The cursed dice? The Do you cursed. want cursed dice or not cursed dice? Cursed dice. Cursed dice. Yeah, give me the cursed ones. Okay, here's a, a whole bag of them. We can pass them around the table as needed. So Lily has a very, very bad habit of anytime she rolls, she can't roll above a 7. Uh, Let's go, Lily. Well, okay, that's not true. I can get above a 12 sometimes. <laughs> I just want one with pretty colors. There we go. I did. I used those dice last weekend and rolled probably 23. Yeah, she could only roll threes. Wow. No, 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 all the dice. Different dice. All the dice. The ones from this bag. Yeah. Yeah. No, dice that I have touched become cursed. Or breathed on or anything. Yeah. So Liam's taking a risk because, like, I have touched his dice before. Don't, Very briefly through a you're, box. You're not allowed. I'm yeah. Gonna move my yeah. That's box. no. That's like that's a sound decision. Right there. <laughs> the like, otter I, pouch has the opposite effect. Yes. The otter pouch is lucky. Emily has brings her otter pouch with us, with her wherever. Yo, I like those jade dice. Those are pretty good. 
A friend gave them to me for like my birthday, and yeah, they're really good. I like those. They also so. roll well. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. That's probably enough dice for whoever. Do you need your own dice pouch back? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay, everyone roll a d20. Let's kick things off. All right, then. All right. <laughs> Ooh, Welcome. ten. Welcome to the curse. Six off the bat. <laughs> got a five. Off the rip. What about you two? I also got a six. Okay. Twenty. A natural twenty. Okay. Um. So, we start off with trash can or trash robot can. Yes. or trash uh, can. Sparky. Those were the, the three names we have for the delivery drone for Amazon. Um, you don't really, your optical lenses have registered that there's a sense of danger ahead of you, but you have two people willing to protect you. And uh, you register that a fourth person, a third person is actually entering and you see this very slim figure, um, purple skinned and is hmm. has long black hair. And you watch as she introduces herself as Ivantica. And she says, Ivantica reporter, on the scene. This will make an excellent photo. And just takes a photo of what's happening to Chet Brinkman over there. <clears throat> Bro's getting eaten alive. Yeah, and she's just like, <laughs> I'm a yes, snap a yes, pic. Yes, pose, pose. Yeah. The lighting is perfect <laughs> in this moment right now. <laughs> what would Sparky like to do? Oh, my God. This is Sparky without the spark. Oh, Sparky without the spark. Yeah. Key. Okay. Hmm. So, E. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Um. Hmm. You said there's two people willing to protect me. There is the jackhammer me. man and the law man. I don't know if I would protect... The trash can. The trash can. Isn't that your contract? Ish. <laughs> <laughs> if it gets banged up a little bit, I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, as long as I deliver it, is I believe the wording of the contract. Are you FedEx? <laughs> yeah, mm, mm, legally, no. <laughs> Morally, yes. <laughs> uh, we, by the way, on this podcast, so we're not like impugning ourselves. We're gonna stretch all the vowels in any I major brand. Fedux. Fedux, uh, yeah. Fedux. 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 Feducini. Sorry. Sorry, my Megan. There's the, the black orb that's pulling people in. There is the black orb that's pulling people in. And then there's Avantika taking pictures. Yeah, she's coming down the stairs, which is the entryway, and. This is all theater of the mind. So you're in a room that appears to be upside down, but gravity is the right way. <clears throat> and there's a stairwell going down. And then there's an at the very, very back end, pretty far away, about 200 feet away, is what looks like another set of winding tunnels that might lead out of the cave another direction. Hmm. Well, I'm going to say that Sparkle Sparky has a little bit of self-preservation. Okay. And it's just going to... Run away. <laughs> Which way would you like to run? Up up the stairs or uh, down further into the dim tunnels? Down the stairs. Down the stairs. Not a lot of self-preservation. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes, an action shot. This is wonderful. Uh, go ahead and roll a dexterity check for me, please. Ooh. <laughs> and then next up we have, I think, Chet Brinkman on, on the deck. Right. 
That's a five. That's a five. So you watch as Sparky, like, make some panicked noises. Uh, can you make some panicked Sparky noises? Do the R2-D2 scream. I can't. <laughs> wow! Uh, okay. I think that's cat. That was a small cat. <laughs> yeah. Cat just got into the studio. Sparky tries to make noise, but uh, you see a little emote appear on the screen, and it's just this, like, shocked face. Doesn't make any noise. Sort of turns around. Turns, tries to go up the stairs, realize they can't really gain altitude. Turns and goes down the stairs, and then just the, the like, hover lifters suddenly give out, and Sparky's just clunk, 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 all the way down the stairs. Ivantica's taking photos the whole time. This is wonderful. <clears throat> All right. Brinkman. Right. You have a giant tendril of just like force energy pulling towards, pulling on you towards this emanating black orb of something. Mm. Not the worst Tuesday I've ever had. What's your name again? I'm so sorry. My name is Bruce Jackhammer. Bruce Jackhammer. That's right. Right, Bruce. The trash can is useless. We're going to have to do this ourselves. So he, so for context, um, Chad Ringman is a lawyer, and his his main weapon is um, <laughs> the long harm of the law, which is a modified briefcase with like spikes on it. So he's gonna grab the long harm of the law, and he's gonna go, "Time for me to dish out some laws," and then he's gonna rage. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and the bailiff appears. Of course, the ba- of course the bailiff. How does the bailiff appear? Well, I think the bailiff is basically as horrifying as you could imagine. Like, he just, like, crawls out from the shadows, and he's, like, this demented creature who's wearing a very nice spiffing suit. He's, he's wearing a very nicely laundered suit with an excellent tie. I'll leave what he actually is up to the listener. But the bailiff summons beside him and begins just tearing into the creature, and uh, Chad is going to swing with the, the hammer. Go ahead and make three d20 rolls. Let's go. Right, a six. Right, an eleven. And a ten. Let's go. Because you put your dice too close to Oh mine. my god. <laughs> On fire this morning. Ah, yes. We've got the table who cannot roll above 13. <laughs> except for, except for Kari. Dang. <laughs> As it should be. This is the two ends of the spectrum. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um... Well, it's it's not a moving object. Right. Um, so it is, it's not actually too hard to hit. Excellent. <laughs> it's just this big pulsing orb. What are you aiming for specifically? The arm or, like, the ground or the orb itself? Chet does not concern himself with aiming. Oh, okay. It's just wild. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and roll a d6 for me, and one to two it will be, like, the ground. And... One. Okay. So the first strike, you just claw into Let's the ground go. with the long arm of the claw uh, of the law, and you... Stab those spikes into the yeah. ground, and now you're holding yourself. Yeah, pulling that's against what I, that's that what force. I was aiming for. Uh, go ahead and roll another d6. A two. A two. Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll make this a different attack because I feel like attacking the ground multiple times is not yeah not something Chet would do. So the bailiff runs forward and strikes at the main mass of this black orb that's pulsing and trying to absorb everything. Um, it definitely hits with. Mm-hmm. What is your modifier? 10 plus something? I think plus 3. Plus 3? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the, it, it's armor class is an 8 right now. So, Let's go. Yeah, so it just runs forwards and hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Oh, shoot. 
For oh. the bailiff? What's, what damage, damage for the bailiff? It's like exactly you. It, basically, the bailiff is another copy of you that can make multiple attacks, but it gets subjected to damage, and the damage applies to you as well. Right. Okay, so fair enough. It's just more damage, but more damage to you as well, which is a very barbarian thing. Which works. That yeah. works for me. Okay. That works for me. Um, I was a mess this morning, and I forgot my character sheet at home. That's I picked okay. up the wrong binder. That's okay. Does anybody have... I think I'm using Maul. The Maul. We'll have you roll 2d6 or a d12. Right, up that's, to you. That's what I was... I was thinking 2d6 works. 12. <laughs> 12. With modifiers, I think plus four because I'm raging. Okay, yeah. So 16. 16. Yeah. Two sixes on the d6s. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm talking ooh. about. Uh, so... You watch as the bailiff just like runs forward yeah. and claws this man. chunk of black energy off the orb and it exposes something underneath this swirling blue vacuum of energy. Um, go ahead and make a third and final. Of course. A five. A five. So this time the bailiff's going to turn around and strike at the arm of Tendril that's holding onto you um, and go ahead and roll damage again. The bailiff is my man. The bailiff is is you, oh, but uh, nine, nine. Uh, 13. 13. Okay, that's yeah. probably that's enough to sever the actual yeah! tendril of darkness. So you watch as uh, Chet Brinkman jams into the ground to stop himself being sucked completely into the orb, and then the bailiff appears and starts ripping holes in the yeah. orb and r- rips a chunk out of the arm, and the, the tendril that's holding Chet Brinkman just <sighs> disappears. Um, retracting back into the orb. Okay, is that everything? Yeah, and then Chet's gonna stand up, fix his tie, and say, Thank you, Bailiff! (laughs) Um, Ivantika, do you have any reactions to that? That was an amazing shot. Uh, I'm turning the camera, so there's some nice Dutch angles in there. There's just, like, the flashes going off the whole time. It's just, like, reflecting off all, like, the spikes and everything. Yeah, I'm just taking pictures. Nice. Okay, and then next up we have... Did, would you roll a five? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think it's you with an eight or nine. Oh, is this initiative? Yes. Yeah, an eight. Okay, awesome. So, you gave up part of your soul before, so it is very easy to meld into information. But you are technically trying to bring one set of physical items, and you're trying to also reform your body. So, what we're going to have you do is roll a percentile D100 die, and we'll see what sort of transformations you go through as you pop out. Oh, no. Uh, A 56? Okay, okay, in the middle. Um, Go ahead and roll a D12 for me, please. The D12. The D12. Most underused dice. A 12. Okay. So, um, you actually, that's pretty much the safe range. So, emerging from that spot of blue that was recently revealed off the orb, you watch as this figure just becomes just slowly forming out of the ooze, and you see flopping out onto the ground is this college intern um, who... I would say with that 12, you were supposed to come out missing limbs, but you don't actually, you're not actually missing anything. Damn. Um, (laughs) I mean, you could be if you want to. You're missing some hair on one arm. 
I with it like the the bad ranges were the lower numbers and the upper numbers. So uh, you rolled like perfectly in the middle. You were about to come out missing a hand, but then you rolled a twelve. So <laughs> so you you come out. Yeah, you're missing hair. Just all your hair. Let's just say that. Yeah, completely hairless. <laughs> oh, my blonde curls. Oh, gosh. Uh, at the same time, emerging from the orb are two small-looking items. Um, one is a hand that just... <clears throat> onto the ground. And, Gross. And it just suddenly twitches and starts moving around and skitters a little bit. The other object is what looks like an eyeball with patterns of green, red, and black swirled across all of it. And it flops onto the ground, and it sort of lands harder than any eyeball should, and it sort of and spins and looks towards you, Chet Brinkman, because you're the closest one. New characters in the scene. This is exciting. Ivan, stop. Ivan? I'm, my name is not Ivan. I'm, I'm Avantika. Who are you? Milo? You've never seen Milo before. I don't know who you are. I don't know how any of you are. Except for you. You. <laughs> Grab that hand, but not too hard. It might make you do unfortunate things. But grab it. That is, is what it she like said. Is it like skittering towards me or what? It's just like skittering around right now. It's just like trying to find its bearings. And you feel some pull towards it some like draw to power i feel drawn to squish it is what i feel drawn to do okay frankly yeah yeah get in there um and then you rolled a six yeah okay and then you rolled a five so we'll go to bruce jackhammer and this is what you see around you you see someone who's preoccupied looking at a new figure that just flopped out of this like black hole and you also see Sparky, Sparky tumbling down the stairs. <clears throat> um, and you see the lawyer preoccupied. Well, since I'm on contract, I'm going to go after the robot. <laughs> Good man. I don't, I don't get paid if we don't deliver it. So, okay. I guess I follow the robot. Uh, I'd say with you, it's you don't even need to roll for it. You just like jump down the stairs and grab onto Sparky right as Sparky hits the last step. Um, what do you want to do? You now have a robot in your hands. Uh, look for an exit. Okay, there are two exits. There's one upstairs, which would probably be harder trying to lug Sparky up through it. And then there's the, like, sort of ADA-accessible, uh, tunnel ramps. <laughs> Sick. OSHA-regulated um, ADA-accessible. I, I yell at Chet Brinkman that we are going to be leaving the cave. Can, can Chet hear me from this point? The cave is pretty echoey, I would say. So, um, yeah, uh, you just yell out. It's a free action, so go ahead and... Chet! Chet! We all leave the cave through the wheelchair-accessible ramp. You just head out whenever you're done with the orb. Right! Sick. <laughs> I'm gonna drag the, the robot out the cave. Okay, so you run out through the tunnel... And you come out into bright daylight that overlooks a very, very quaint village um, a couple hundred feet down below, nestled in a valley between several mountains. And uh, it's a very green landscape. And Sparky, do you have any reactions to seeing Yonland? Mm, do I? 
again? Oh. Oh. Yeah. You start picking up a signal. One that is unfamiliar to you, but one that insists that you download a data update packet. Are you going to download the packet? Does it have Amazon on it? It has Amazon signatures on it. Mm. Then yes. Okay, you download the packet, and Bruce Jackhammer, you watch as Sparky suddenly starts freaking out. Um, all the electronics start fizzling and sparking, and you watch as it slowly reforms itself into a different robot. Um, what? Like the, the robot is reforming, like physically changing? Or yes. Like, or like a transformer? Yeah. It, like, the, the body seems to... Like, it seems to melt and mold a little bit, and it... It gets slightly slimmer, and also the colorations change Damn. from the the white color to I think it was green. You said before, yeah. yeah. So it now has green colorations, and now it has a very visible face that it can react to things with. Like Thomas the Tank Engine. It's no. like a it's like, like an emote. Like oh, I see. It has a it's not like a physical face on the front of the robot. It, it right? has a hologram like it's like a face. Little screen or yeah. like it, it's okay. like projecting an image of a, <laughs> okay. of like emotes into the air now. That's way more pleasant than Thomas the Tank Engine <laughs> face. <laughs> Just a human. Just face. a human face in the middle. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> We're, it's just a holographic face. Okay. And it's no, emotes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But uh, it's, it seems much more alive than before. And now you have the spark. You have your memories from when you were traveling with Ambassador Milo. And you see Yonland. It's very different, but it is still Yonland. Um, not in ruins, not burned down. Hey, yo, Spark, what the hell just happened to you? Who are you? Bruce Jackhammer. Bruce? Where's Your Ambassador Milo? Who's Milo? Milo. I have to find him. Can <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna like, try to go up the stairs. Okay. We're Wait, gonna can go I th- feel where you you could feel where Milo is, yeah. Okay. Um just we're a gonna... lawyer and some hairless person upstairs. <laughs> oh also the purple and a hand. Camera <laughs> person. The hand? The purple camera person. Yes, that's me. With green markings on it. Right. We're going to go to Ivantica. Ivantica, do you have anything you want to do specifically? You watched as there was a flash of energy outside of the tunnels where the construction worker and the robot just exited. But there's also so much interesting things happening right here before you with uh, a twitching hand, a new hairless grad student, and a, a lawyer with the sleeves ripped off. Yeah. I, I'm going to move down the stairs and move closer to, like, where the hand and I are. It's be a good distance away. I'm going to lie down on the ground, like, stomach down, and I'm going to hold up the camera, and I'm going to point to this hairless person and be like, I would like to do an action shot of you reaching for all this. This will be in the foreground. You're in the background. A little bit blurry. Let's pose. Okay, this might get kind of nasty. <laughs> That's my turn. You guys have full interaction. Like I will never oh, stop. Can it? You, what? So, as you go to take the picture, as you're grabbing for it, Chet stomps onto the eyeball right in front of the camera. <laughs> so, Gross! Uh, no! You have no idea what I did. 
You have no idea what I lost to get that thing. That's gross. That's grody. Gross. Okay, I think. I love the drama here. He's also going for the hand too. Like he's just like. Can I grab on the hand to stop him? Your from... hand's getting squished too. Oh gosh, my hand. Ah. Um. Okay, I need Chet Brinkman. Yes. To roll. Um. <laughs> hold on. Uh, charisma saving throw. Our host has been replaced by a lot of bees. A 13. A 13. You watch as Chet stomps on the eyeball and there's only boot now. Chet, you feel something weird. Something pushing through the outer layer of your boot, the sole, up into your foot and lodging itself. And you feel suddenly connected what? to the force. <laughs> As this eyeball just like sinks into you. You have a heel eyeball now. I have an eyeball on my heel? Yes, and you now hear another voice. Oh, no way. No way. What is this? Am I finally free? Have I finally been released? Um, do you stomp on the hand as well? Chet is going bananas right now. Yeah, he's stomping everything. You he's stomping the, the hand, hand too. Yeah. Go ahead and make another. <laughs> yes, we have to suck it yeah. out like poison, I think. Oh, an eight. An eight. Yeah. So, um, did you stomp with the same foot or with the other? Yeah, I mean, with the he's same not foot? like doing a jig. Like he's okay, just using just his right foot. Uh, yeah. You guys watch as you stomp on the hand, and the hand suddenly just like melds into the front of the shoe, and now you have a hand and an eye. Attached to your foot. <laughs> and uh, you hear that voice go, Oh, interesting. You've accepted both my gifts. Right, right, right. What is this? What is what is going on? Just Who are still. you? Hold what still. is going on? Hold still. Why is there an eyeball on my foot? Because right. you stepped on it. This rage is beautiful. Right. Take a picture. Right. <laughs> Um, the blue orbs begins flashing very, very violently as the rest of the outer shell begins dissolving as well, having taken that, like, rips from the bailiff. Um, I will say it begins pulsing, and you guys feel the entire room, the layout, beginning to shift as well. That's just, uh, that's... Ivantica, was that your turn? Yeah. Okay, we'll go to Sparky. Sparky, you need to get to Ambassador Milo. And there's stuff happening upstairs, so you, you begin to go up. Well, it's ADA accessible, so you don't actually need to gain <laughs> elevation. Oh, thank God. <laughs> it's a 112 slope. Uh, so you uh, you turn around. Bruce Jackhammer, you like you had this little conversation with Sparky, and Sparky suddenly turns around and goes back into the cave where there was all this crap happening. Hey, where the hell are you going? Get back here. Sparky, you come back into the cave and you see Ivantica, the female version of Ivan, which was your friend for a while. Um, and you see what looks like a finely dressed man with now a, a hand attached to the foot. Um, you can't really see the eye from this angle. And you also see Ambassador Milo, but hairless, completely hairless, where he used to have at least something, but now he's just... Early baldness has gotten to him, apparently. <laughs> that male pattern baldness. It's a killer. Okay. Oh, gosh, I don't have eyebrows either. Oh. You see the also the black-blue orb beginning to pulse. Like, it's going to expand or blow up. Does it look threatening? It 
looks like any sort of massive amount of energy that is pulsing very, very brightly. And you sort of recognize it as a reaction from what could have been your fusion reactor in another universe. Would I know how to stop it or go ahead and roll um, to run away? You could probably, yeah, I I believe you with the shard of knowledge that both you and Milo share. Go ahead and roll a d20. Okay. Uh, 13. <laughs> Kari consistently rolling the highest rolls at the table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if a 13 is the it's... highest number, that means it's a bad day. Well, no, she rolled a 20 earlier. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dang. I mean, for, the, for at least part of this table, that's like a normal thing. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> like, my dice curse is real. Yeah. No, yeah, seriously. Uh, okay. 11. So. It's not bad. What do you create? You are a bard of creation. I'm a bard of creation. Ooh, okay. To sort of stop this chain reaction from going off. Hmm. What May I the... suggest a nuclear cooling rod? Uh, see, I was thinking like cooling of some kind, but I'm not super familiar with <laughs> nuclear. Would you just like to make cooling liquid? Yes, coolant. Coolant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just pour some AC fluid on it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> some radiator fluid from my RAV4. Uh, <laughs> That'll work. So, uh, <laughs> Brinkman, as you're freaking out, you watch as oh, Sparky oh, comes... Yeah. Coming, uh, comes back in, Milo, you're also sort of freaking out, and uh, you watch as Sparky puts up a little spray nozzle and just douses the entire thing in a AC coolant. And as it falls onto the sphere, you watch as it begins to just dissolve and bubble away. But you guys are also splattered in probably carcinogenic um, coolant. Does it get on my foot? Um... That's all I care I, I'd say you three all uh, go and write dexterity saving. Oh my god. <laughs> useless robot. Don't call 14. it. Yes, don't call it that. 14. <laughs> what was that? Nine. It's probably Nine. like a 15. That's, that's a two. Okay. That's a two. <laughs> wow. So um, Milo and Ivantica are laying there, and as you say, useless robot, Milo, what do you say? Don't call it that. Do you I want to foster interaction. Right! I don't really care about the damn robot. I'm concerned about the hand that has attached itself to my boot. Well, if you hadn't, like, stepped on it, like... Why was there a disembodied hand and eyeball? What are you, a barbarian? I mean, a little bit. As this conversation happens, Chet Only sort of, in the like, court of law. Chet steps back, and you two are splattered with this coolant liquid, and the bubble just pops sort of and dissolves fully but you two are completely drenched in sort of this yucky tasting it gets everywhere type of liquid it's blue gatorade it, it's thicker than blue gatorade uh, this, this is just a tuesday for me do you know how many labs i've interned in <laughs> no my hair oh no uh ivantica because i was just lying on my front on the ground yeah like, yeah, yeah you're like properly splashed yeah, yeah. um like, I'm auditioning for Blue Man Group. Like, this nice. <laughs> Well, you were already purple. Yeah. So I'd say you just turn not... a deeper, like, bluer shade of purple. Nice. Like, yeah, like a violet. 
Not again, Ivan, Ivansica, whatever. Um, okay. Is that it for your turn? The orb fully dissipates, fading to nothing. And the energy seems to have been quelled. As the energy sort of stops, I am supposed to do an environmental thing. The room suddenly reverts to its proper positioning, right side up again. And you guys feel a lurch in gravity, but everything sort of settles. Right. There's a lot of things going on here and not a lot of answers. Who are you? Who are you? Why are you green? And why is there a hand on my foot? Somebody answers, please. Bruce Jackhammer comes running back in. Bruce, there's a hand on my foot. Yo, what? Right. Um, and an eyeball. Robot just changed colors. Yo, who's this hairless intern right here? That's literally the question I've been asking for ten okay. minutes now. Okay, okay. Okay. Can I cast Calm Okay. <laughs> Everyone needs to make a wisdom saving throw. I'm gonna start playing soothing music. Yeah, that was a 20. Yeah, I just got yeah, 20. Yeah, I got a 20. Oh. Uh, I rolled an 8. <laughs> okay. I'm probably the only person who needs to be calmed, though, so. Um, Plus, you're raging, so, like, the effect of it true. would be pretty. Okay, I'm gonna anyway. look at you. Yeah. What okay. kind of music I do I think? Nice. Chet Brinkman? What music does Chet Brinkman? calm Chet Brinkman down. <laughs> I feel like he's got to be a smooth jazz kind of guy. Gotta oh. be. Like, okay. he's got to dabble with a little jazz in his free time. I can just... When we get back, can I get one of them Chet Brinkman brand soups? <laughs> <laughs> just careless whisper or something in the background. Yeah, here I go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's like a saxophone, you know, a little a little stand-up bass, a little upright bass. You know what I mean? What about this one? This is a George Benson song. Yeah, all right. Does that calm Chet down? Yeah, Chet, yeah, Chet's, you know, Chet's listening to the music. He's like, right. <laughs> uh, the head in your voice goes, oh, so you've settled down. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> Out loud. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's, an, there's a voice in my head that's not my own. Okay, right. I think I think I can fix this. Um, Please don't kill me. I wasn't going to. You guys watch as Chet Brinkman, as he calms down, the suit slowly reforms yeah. into... Yeah, the a... sleeves regrow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> they just, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they, like, regrow to their full, like... And then he, he fixes his little buttons, and he's, he's calm again. Right. There's a voice in my head. Okay, I think, I think if I manage to remove um, the... Um, extraneous matter um everything will be fine it's fine right that sounds like an excellent plan how do we go about doing that i mean um probably the mechanical option what do you Jack think? <laughs> <laughs> not yet right, not yet right, right let's save that as a last resort can i try and just like okay. pry the eyeball out of his foot <laughs> um ambassador milo do you need Oh yes, yes, thanks, Sparky. And Sparky, you have a body. How how this happen? I think I stole it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that's okay. And I, I give Sparky a big hug because I am so glad to see <laughs> my friend again. Package theft is a major issue in this world. <laughs> Don't touch my robot. That's my robot. It's our robot. It's, uh, this is our delivery unit. Jeff Bezor commissioned us himself yeah. for this job. This was a mission commissioned by Jeff Bezor himself. Then I signed up to transport this robot. Still, who are you? 
I'm Milo. It's got to be if you were officially assigned, then I've got to be on the contract. Ah. I didn't read the contract. Welcome to the team. This, nice to meet you. This confuses you so much because you've read the contract. I read. Oh, I've read the contract. And I there, wrote the damn contract. There is no elaboration of a third supporting help person. Shay, you're too uptight. Loosen up a little bit. There is a foot. As a you, hand on my foot. As as those like and emotions rise up again, you feel quiet. You feel yourself forcibly calm down. Just gonna listen to the jazz. Can I, do I do I have like some sort of forms, you know, maybe credit forms with my university to like? Yeah, I'd, I'd say you carry around those like marks of who you are everywhere you go. What if we just pepper spray the eyeball? It's got your picture from your freshman year. <laughs> I, yeah, I still look like my high school self. It's it's really shit. I've been trying to get it redone for years, but they charge five dollars for an ID. So like, you've got a mullet and acne everywhere. The ID center keeps rejecting your updated pictures. Yeah, because your hair is covering your ears. Yeah, and I'm smiling too much. You say the glasses have too much glare. Sparky, do you have any hair regrowth tonic? <laughs> I kind of miss my eyelashes. <laughs> okay. I think... Can we focus on the problem at hand? I hate that I just said at hand. <laughs> it sort of wiggles a little bit. <laughs> yeah! I see what you did there. Wait, do I have... Do that I is not helping tools? this situation, purple photographer. I have a name. I don't know. Nobody, you have not introduced yourself. That's I am, Ivan. I am Avantika. Avantika? Yeah. Right. It, you just like a photographer or like what? I I have a camera. <laughs> Obviously. What are you, a lawyer? Just because you have yes, a suit? Yes, I literally am. I literally am. I studied at the University of Orkingen, and I got my PhD. I am a far I am established. I work for Jeff Bezos. I am a lawyer. And I make a thousand gold an hour for wedding photo shoots. That's, that's good money. <laughs> that, yeah. That sounds like a that, good gig. That's like lawyer pay right there. That's, you got that's, all that money on you right now. Right. Do I look like I have Can money on Can you pay on? for a hand removal surgery for me? I'm covered in AC fluids right now, okay? Right, and who do like... we have to thank for that? The box? <laughs> Ambassador, I don't know who any of you people are. Sparky, does that Sparky? fluid cause cancer? <laughs> Is it a carcinogen? <laughs> Can I Only check? Only California. <laughs> Research is being done at the moment. Um, can you roll a d hundred for me? Yeah. Oh yeah, I got you, buddy. Perfect. It's not carcinogenic, <laughs> but probably shouldn't be consumed. As long as you don't get in your mouth, right? Right. Fifty-one. Fifty-one. Just. Um, just let me know okay. if you get any swelling in your throat, <laughs> difficulty breathing, <laughs> severe pain in your nose. If someone could Vision please loss. Help me get some of this off, please. Can you roll a d100 again? Right, uh, right. Can we focus at the problem at hand, please? Can somebody tell me what the eyeball was and why it is now speaking into my skull cavity? You, you mean the problem with, with your hand? 
Oh, there's a problem with the hand, all right. 72. 72. Okay, nice. Important question. Do you feel the urge to claw your eyes out? Do I feel the urge to claw my eyeballs out? Uh, you guys don't, you don't feel that urge to claw your eyes out. It's, you just feel a sense of humor from the, like, hand and eye attached here. Um, I do not feel the urge to claw my eyeballs out. But what you is do... that a thing that is going to happen to me? You know, it's it's not a big deal. But if you if you suddenly feel the urge, yeah, you might just want to let one of us know. But you're fine. It's <laughs> fine. Everything is great. The rest of the party also feels this like sort of disconcerting aura around Chet Brinkman now. And you feel like you couldn't rest properly unless you were at least 300 feet away. It's one of your properties. Do I, like, smell bad or, like, what? <laughs> no, no, it's just, like, it's it's like there's subtle whispers that are constantly going on that feel, like, malevolent. Oh, great. You failed the vibe check. Great, great, great. You're just a great. little bit, just a little bit eldritch now. Great, great, just great. great. vibes. Great, great, I'm great. Right. Can somebody please tell me what the eyeball was and why I why it's now speaking into my skull? Oh, it, it's really not important. Uh, I'm gonna cast prestigitation to clean up Avantika. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, all the liquid just. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Sparky, can you sleep? Can you sleep, Chet Brinkman? Ooh. Yeah, this might be a bit painful as I'm like bringing out my like. The section kit and there's Did right. you say sleep check? Sleep sleep sleep. Oh the spell sleep. I see. I'll see you in the morning. If I wake up and I don't have a foot anymore, I'm taking you to court. But what if you don't have a hand on your foot? Oh, I'll have a bailiff. What if you have a hand instead of a foot? the same number of like appendages i could probably make that work mm. but the foot has the eye in it so. uh well, if you want to you can go ahead and roll four more d100s i don't really want to <laughs> you, you probably should do you, do i is that you telling me as a dm or as like my friend um, or well, we, we rolled the, the detrimental property. Oh, let's go. So we get to roll the beneficial oh, property. Oh, now. dub. I'll roll these. Hell yeah. Uh, fi- oh, uh, 50. 50. Wait, hold on. Your walking speed increases by 10 feet. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said four? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 40. Okay. You... Have resistance against psychic damage. 51. What's with all these super average rolls? <laughs> yeah, no. Because you're right between me and Kari. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um. Yeah, all the all the things. You get to cast banishment at will once a day. <laughs> get to cast banishment at will. Okay. Yeah. Who's will? <laughs> that was that was bad. Even by our standards, that was bad. Rough. And then one more, you said? Four yes, or what? Go ahead. Yeah. 
38. You can't be charmed or frightened. Oh my god, okay. Uh, but you also feel like you need to do evil acts every so often. I can live with that. I can make that work. But you're a lawyer, so, like... I basically already do that. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Time for me to knowingly send this innocent person to jail. Yeah. I do have I do have sleep if Sparky doesn't have it. Oh, I can cast sleep. Um, he might not want to be awake for this. Barbarians just... have a lot of health. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that was the only problem is that it's five d eight. So, if we can get five d eight to be more than the HP that you have left. Do you know what your health was? I think it was, um, forty eight. So, <laughs> there's no way. No. Basically impossible. <laughs> right. Well, listen. I think we can make this eyeball situation work. Let's let's wait until we can find some more, you know, adequate medical care. Oh, no, no. No offense to the college intern. I almost I almost got my medical license online. Um it was 3 a.m. I had had quite a few Red Bulls, but I mean like I almost got it. I just failed the last exam. Bro, that that a bit fills me with confidence. Lie. Listen, 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 listen. Decrepit or experience? Sparky, do you have Our a glove? Don't look like penises. <laughs> a glove? Do you have a glove? I. What what hand is the hand on my foot? I, I is think it a right hand or is it a left hand? I think I might have a glove. Right. They just pull I out like a, a like a silk hand. glove. Okay, I'm gonna take the silk glove and I'm gonna I, put it I onto dab the up hand. The foot. Or dab up Do I like hand. feel from the hand or what? Yeah. You, Is it just like a hand on my foot or like? Yeah, and it like goes through the boot, so you don't know how you'll take off the boot again. That's a later Chet Brinkman problem. For now, he just puts the glove on. You put a silken glove. Yeah, exactly. Over yeah, the I can't. Hand. I can't be naked. Okay. I can't. I can't let those bad boys hang out. Yeah. There's a layer of faux fur on the inside. <laughs> you go and that's you, a nice glove. You Thank like you. go and dap up the hand, and the hand daps you back. <laughs> Chet, can you can you see through the eye? Can I see through the eyeball? Uh, you try to, and you feel like you can see a lot more than just. What oh, you boy. Did. oh boy! Oh boy! Oh yeah. boy! Hey, old Chet, can you hear the screams? <laughs> oh wait, there was no ear attached. I only hear them when I'm trying to sleep. That's when the screams come to me. You haven't slept yet. This happened like 25 seconds ago. Uh, the screams were on my tour in Vietnam. They came from the shrubbery. They came from the shrubbery. Milo's just writing all this down and he's holding Sparky a little bit closer. You feel like you can see through illusions. With my foot? With your foot. So I have to go like, like. <laughs> yes, you have to lean all the way back. We can make that work. Yeah. Just gotta learn kickboxing. You don't actually kick in kickboxing, is what I've heard. You do. On week five. <laughs> <laughs> week five out of ten. Start kicking. Right. Yeah, weeks one through three were just him talking to us. <laughs> weeks th four through five was just punching. 
And then at the end of week five, we managed to do our first kicks. Dang. What do you do for the rest of the time? It's false advertising. We punch each other. <laughs> oh. ah. I've been punched. Right. So, um, I was hired to deliver the robot. So, what are we, what's going to happen here? Well, you see, um, you're going to have to pry Sparky out of my cold, dead hands. Right. <laughs> Chet, Chet looks down at the hairless intern. <laughs> That'll be very difficult. I don't think you understand, sir. Do you know how much debt I'm in? <laughs> I will die for this robot, and I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> right. Bruce, what do you think? Can we just all go together? I mean, I guess that works. Yeah. Right. I have a successful photography business, though. I, I don't know who your people are. Oh, we weren't talking to you. You don't have to come with. Yeah, we don't. You're we, just. We don't know you. <laughs> go, go shoot a wedding, I guess. Make I don't even know where I am right now. I mean, like last thing I remember, I was. I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> and with that, Ivantica disappears. I think I know her kind of. Sparky, it's Bride. like it's just like Ivan, but. Man, I hope I get some of those Can I... back. I think some of those were probably pretty good. Yeah, in like a year. <laughs> <laughs> you should have given her your email before we left. <laughs> you get a DVD in the mail. My fax later. number. Your fax. Right, so you're sentient now. So I presume you don't want to be delivered and handed off like an object or what? Instead, like robot slavery thing we have to concern ourselves with or are you like cool or like just gonna like glare at you like with the little lines <laughs> instead of eyeballs it's a genuine question ambassador milo sparky <laughs> you should go out there there's the town but it's not things haven't happened yet Oh, so we're, yeah. I think we might have more pressing matters than delivering a robot. <laughs> I'm getting paid based on delivering the robot, so that's my biggest pressing matter. Well, I mean, you see, in our own world, um, there's kind of the... <laughs> Your own world? Yeah, we're, yeah... You see, um, that hand and that eye, um, were being used for some, some really messed up stuff, so I stole them, and then I was running for my life, and so was Sparky, so I left. The narrative of stealing high-prized items sort of tickles everyone's minds, like, these items could be very valuable. The ones currently attached to my foot. Well, yes. that means the foot's got to come off. Right. Or they got to come out of your foot. That's the option I like. So how do we remove said eldritch <laughs> objects from my foot? 
Well, I think just the old-fashioned way, with a knife. <laughs> Sorry. We have verbal cues that it, we're coming up on brunch time. <laughs> Would a knife remove <laughs> them from my foot? Would it keep them? Would it take the voices out of my hand? Can I make a history check? <laughs> yes. You can oh, make a would I know or would you know? I think either one of us would because we both have like crazy yeah. knowledge. Let's I'm both, Google yeah. it. <laughs> you have advantage. Ooh. Is this an intelligence trick? Yeah. Okay, let me make sure. <laughs> Where are we at sixth level in this campaign? Um, or do you want me to use play to Sparky now? Let's let's equalize everyone's levels. So I'll say Milo probably lost a few levels because these guys aren't at. They, they were stored in the hair. Okay. They were stored. In the hair. <laughs> <laughs> Those luscious curls just you know had all my brains. Mm-hmm. That's. I feel that. A dirty twenty. <laughs> I got. A th- 13, but I, I don't know how much my uh, intelligence goes down. That's okay. Um, so well, you, you do guys, have the knowledge of the world. <laughs> what are you guys trying to remember, look up, slash, do? Um, I want to see if we picked up any information on the eyeball and the hand while we were down there. Okay. In the... Spoilers? Spoilers? But... Down... You guys are you guys are allowed to spoil to these guys okay. because you guys have lived it. Well, you see, um, Mr. Lawyer Man and um, Chet Chet Brinkman. Chet. Attorney at war. A- attorney at 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 war. Chet. Yes. Attorney. Yes. Sparky, should we find some other people to go with us? <laughs> Weren't we trying to stop the wanna... war? That is true. Oh, he could be useful for a short period of time. <laughs> okay, go ahead and make a d20 roll. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> These dice are not good. Uh, <laughs> whiff. So as you as you say this, you're like, should we trust these people? Um, Bruce Jackhammer comes up from behind you and just <laughs> takes a big old swing at your head. Uh, it would have hit. If you had hair, but it misses. <laughs> oh. Did you just try to hit me? No. Would Were you, you trying like to, to kill me? Would you like to try again? Can I gaslight? Right. Yeah, can, roll it to check. <laughs> roll to gaslight. So, uh, roll an inside check. Oh, wait, can I oh give, that's a zero. Wait, <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's a seven. Sorry. Oh, I also rolled a seven. Can oh, I give... okay. So um, both of you need to re-roll. We're going to have rollies. 17. Oh, let's yeah, that's go. a four. Let's go. As soon as Lily leaves. <laughs> um, yeah, he didn't swing at you. He was just, like, making sure your hair was completely gone. Okay. I think there was a bug. To be completely honest, I had to make sure we could trust you. I had to make sure you would chill like that. Oh, oh yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. Yeah. Are you gonna try and Wait, can I make an inside check? <laughs> I mean, you can make an inside check. Tell me the truth. Right now, now, I mean, now I Chet's gonna weigh in on this too. Like, He's gonna be like, well, Bruce was just uh, doing some official Amazon practices of trusting robot, new employees. You don't have a problem, right? I mean, I'm only still a robot if y'all are like super sus about it, but 
Oh, we're very sus about it, but not in a weird way. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, I... I don't think I can defend the robot, and y'all seem like the sort of defendable or defend defense people. So like, this might work out. Right. Well, okay. we need to we need to agree on a common goal here. If I'm gonna offer you any of my services, what do you want to do with the trash can? What have you done? Ah! Oh my fucking <laughs> right. Squee comes running in from the stairs up. Oh top my god! And is my like, brother Squee. Oh, he's in this dimension oh, I too. I grab no. him with my hand, no. foot, my foot hand. Squee goes, "My job! You guys just took away my only job. What am I gonna do now?" Ah! And trips and just like splatters down the stairs, and you see him reform just at the top of the stairs again and go, "Ah! My employer's gonna kill me again and again!" Ah! And just runs out of the room. Did, did you want to try to grab him? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm happy that he's gone from the scene. I'm glad you made him leave. He's off to find his own destiny now that he has no job anymore. Excellent. Right. Um, right. I'm hungry. We, we, should we get brunch? No, that was chat. I'm good. How many meal points do you have, by the way, Reese? How many meal points do I have? Let me check. Give her an old checker. Uh, three left. I feel like I should have plenty. Three. That's I think not I have. enough for brunch. I, I can't go to brunch. No. What time do you have to leave? About 11.30. Oh. Oh, you gotta go soon. Right. So let's agree on what we're gonna do for going forward. So what do you want to do with the robot? I want to deliver the robot, as per my contract states. Deliver the robot to who? That's a good question. Read the contract. You can said I, you can read we the contract. The contract? Can, okay. I, can I assess my knowledge of the contract? Because I don't know whoever is supposed to deliver. Reese so, doesn't know. Chet does know. What you're supposed to do is you're supposed to go into Yonland, get through all the like border security stuff, um, sort of present it to, and like get the Mistanen country used to technology. And that the fact that they might try to open Amazon relations of shipping all the way across. Right, right. So going to Yonland is the first step because it's like you get across the border, you do all the border patrol, all the like customs and immigration and whatever. And then like from there, they might not let you in unless you like go to somewhere else or do whatever. But um, for the most part, it's just going in getting approval that you're allowed to have Right, Amazon so we're, we're just supposed to go in and kind of walk around a little bit. You know, maybe meet with some people, show off the robot. Yeah, know. you're supposed to go in and basically get approval from the right. government. Okay, yeah. right. Okay. For right. future Right. Drones. Our contract states that we basically have to deliver, the, take the robot to the town, sort of get all the right approvals and permits to have the robot in the town and in the onland, we're not actually delivering the robot to a, per a certain individual. We're just taking the robot into the town, showing the robot around, that sort of thing. Okay, so... Is that you... agreeable? Yeah, if... Especially because, like, you could introduce the robot to the officials that we sort of need to talk to, so, like... Yeah. Plus, if there's one thing Chet Brinkman knows, it's law. <laughs> right. <laughs> Should... Should, we? Should you tell us what? This is a private conversation. We're standing around in a cave. 
Well, the acoustics of this room took that straight into my giant half-orc ears. And straight into your eye, now nearly on your foot. Your eye does receive auditory and input. No shot, my eye can hear <laughs> with my foot. Oh, I'm writing that down. That's going to get used. Um, the eye is actually like fully aware of everything that happens to it. That's wonderful. Yeah. Including smells. Can I crop dust his foot? Oh, so, I, so I'm just constantly smelling the inside of my foot? That's great. Well, it smells like, like a boot all yeah, the time. Yeah, it's just, I'm just smelling a boot. That's horrible. That's, that's only if Chet <laughs> Brinkman's... Like you get nose blind to it, right? That's only if Chet Brinkman's boots are horrible smelling. Well, look, it, they're, he's not actually wearing boots. He's wearing, you know, of course, fancy Louis high Vuitton fashion. shoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so he's when... got men's loafers, but they also have the red bottom anyway. Yeah! <laughs> men's loafers, but it's literally just bread. <laughs> I'm over. Right. We, what, anyways, what were you going to discuss about not telling us? I'm going to glare at you again, the narrow dice, and then put little, like, <laughs> captions <laughs> and be like, <laughs> the war <laughs> in Yonland. Can I... Can Milo have taken a, a sign? Check because you're on the opposite <laughs> side. Yeah, wait, is it? Yeah. Yeah. 15. So you can you can just straight up read all the captions that Sparky's doing. Oh, real life has captions now. <laughs> Closed captions on. <laughs> so you're like, Sparky's talking about the war in the town that you're supposed to be going to. Is it currently going on? Is that something you want to ask? Yes. Okay. Is the war currently going on? Or has it not happened yet? Am I connected to the network here? Uh, very, very partially. Can I try to get a feel for, like, if the same tension? Okay. Ooh. <laughs> mm, Lily came back into the room, and now we started rolling really poorly. <laughs> That's I'll leave. It's okay. <laughs> Not even the otter can help us now. Is that a wisdom? Uh, it's an intelligence. Again. Okay, okay. Eight. Lowells make things more. Uh, relations between Earth and Mistanin haven't really occurred to this point. They know about each other, but there hasn't really been any sort of interaction. Mm. There's no real sentiments. They like it's not super pu publicized because it's just so hard to get from one side to the other. Um, and so squee. you guys are. Yeah, the, in fact, like, there's a UN military outpost out here, mainly for refugees from Mistanin, or for people who want to travel into it. There are still some people who want to. Mm. <laughs> Makes the shrug emoji. <laughs> Everyone sort of, like, looks around. Let's go to town. Agreed! You guys emerge from the cave, and it is a bright, sunny day. You descend from the mountaintops into the village. The village is a very strange layout. It's, um, it's a very classical, one-story type town, and everyone seems to have their own little tiny houses. Some of them have slightly taller things for maybe a, like an attic sleeping area, but um, there's maybe 20 or so little cabins made out of strange materials. Some are made out of wood, some are made out of stone. Um, and you see people doing daily activities. There is a set of farms, uh, farmland nearby, 
and plowing the farm is what looks like a John Deere tractor cabin, but like magical bubble looking, like soap bubble looking wheels and outer structure that seems to be plowing the fields. And as you go by, you just see weird mixtures of magic and technology. You see kids running down the street um, and they seem to be playing on like a tablet type device, but there's also actual like holographic images appearing in front of them with magic assistance. So this town is the perfect fusion of magic and technology. Does that mean that the next town is like only magic, no technology there? It will get more and more magic and less and less technology as the degree go. Can, can I try to talk to every vaguely robot looking thing? Yeah, like the tractor? Yeah. Okay, so you guys stop at like the outer fields and um, there's this sort of like happy, everyone looks extremely happy in this town. There's this happy looking like bird person. Bird person. Um, person. Who's just like driving the tractor around. Hello. (laughs) Wow, hello there. Not you. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) We don't serve your kind here. Uh, I'm sorry. Do you need help? Shiny robot? Not you. Hello? <laughs> okay. Just sort of like the bird person just like looks around and is like, is there someone else? Mm. The tractor doesn't make any responses back. Mm. <laughs> you guys watch as Milo pats Sparky a little bit. The bird person turns to you guys and says, uh, my name is Corbin, and I help with the farms out here, but you guys look like you're from Earth and new people. We don't get very many people. But you'll probably need to go check in with the mayor, Yvonne Yonlin the Sixth. Sick. Well, thank you for welcoming us to your town. Yeah, she's right over there. You see that the, like double-sided house slash, like, marble column structure. I do now. Yeah, so, like, we we managed to get enough magic to, like, fabricate um, the marble columns. So they're not actually, like, fully real, but they're hard enough that you can, like, knock on them. But they look cool. They look cool. Yeah. All right. And so you guys enter Yonland, about to meet Yvonne Yonland the Sixth. And that's where we're going to end this session, because you have to leave at two minutes. Right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, so uh, technically you have the iron hand of Vecna. Oh, great! Attached to your foot. Of uh, Vecna? Just add that to inventory. Yeah. Like the character from Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah. We do not like Stranger Things, because they took the lore of Vecna, and they were just like... <laughs> <laughs> Um, and he has, like, super intricate lore Ooh. and, like, implication, but... They now he's got, I know I've got his eye and hand on my foot. Uh-oh. All you need. Bro, I need to go get some cream. Some cream? For my, my foot gross. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go get some antibiotic cream. You gotta have that stuff in Dom. Yeah. Like, hey, do. Doc, can you freeze this off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just get one of the... 
Get some aloe oil. Get a little like freeze off your wart. <laughs> oh. Thank you for coming. All right. Thank you for organizing. Should we stop recording at some point? Uh, should we? I don't know. We can just leave it and eat up all the space on the SD card. <sighs> we used five gigabytes today. How many gigabytes are on that? Fifteen. Sick. <clears throat> all right. Your laptop. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop this. Yeah. I don't think I stopped it.